So, is there anything you want to say before we get serious about sports talk, about this being episode 1,000? Yeah, it, it's a big deal that we have 1,000 episodes. I it mean, is. We thought it was a big deal, and it was a big deal to get on the air with episode one. It was a really big deal to get to episode 100, and now it's a huge deal to get on the air for episode 1,000. Um, but the show doesn't happen without you being behind the mic for 1,000 shows. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Thank you, Rick Regan. And how about this? It is episode number 1001. Back in our South Florida studio, a big thank you to the Beach House Pompano for hosting us in the 1,000th episode on Monday. And I've got all my props with me and tools, and I have my co-host with me, too. Darren Moose DuPont joining us out here in what we in Florida call the Line A. Well, they call it the Lanai, a screened-in patio. I call it the Line A. What yes. do you think of the Line A? Moose? The studio is gorgeous. Isn't it? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... As a South Florida studio should be, it's open air. You know, not completely outside, but it's open air. It's very uh, breezy. And the thing I noticed about being down here again... It, all your problems seem to just kind of go away. Everybody's or at least happy. I care about them less. There's oh, that for noticed. sure. There's that for sure. Well, I'm going to tell you, coming up on the program today, the uh, owner and president of the Canadian Elite Basketball League, Richard Petko, is going to be with us as their season is nigh. And they got a major, major announcement just came down today. Beautiful timing on that. The kissing bandit, Adriano Belli, is going to be joining us. Uh, a Canadian Football League great. He's one of the greatest all-time characters in CFL history. Now a Toronto very wealthy businessman and butcher, Adriano Belli, is going to be with us later on in the program today. We're going to get to our quick six show topics today. Uh, sorry, shortly. But it's um, everybody just settle down, grab a coffee, take a big pull on it. I said to Moose, calm down, because it's not going to be like the blur that yesterday was. And a huge thank you to the whole crew. Clark, Jordan, Ryan, Paul, did I say Morgan, yourself. Yesterday was an unreal show. I can't awesome. imagine what it was like behind the scenes trying to pull that all off. That was really cool. But you folks did, guys and gals, so thank you. Now here today, let's just woosa a couple things before we get to the sports talk, because that's what everybody came here for today. Darren, uh, you're getting to know now all the characters, the cast and crew. Thad, the manager of the Beach House. Chris, my Bronx buddy, Chris Sanford. You met him? Yes. Who else are you meeting? Every Jess, the beautiful Jess yes. from Baresco Restaurant. Oh, they're awesome. What do you think about this? This is my life. Yeah, you know, I... I uh... I tell you privately, but you're living in a sitcom, man. I mean, every day it's, but you got your cast of characters, you got your different sets, right? The beach house is one set here, there, getting to drive by FAU and all the different places and the haunts, Brooklyn Water Bagel, and uh, to this morning, the Starbucks. Uh, it's great. I'm glad I'm meeting everybody. He's such a. What should I say? I was going to say a farmer, but you're not a farmer. You're such a small town SAS guy. Yeah. He's not everybody from a small town is a farmer. That's right. But we just tell them the Jeep story before we get to the sports. And it, we have a movie review coming because Moose and I went to the movies last night, but the Jeep yeah. story uh, on Federal. This was hilarious. Yeah, we turn out on the Federal, the highway for the first time and ripping by and, you know, we're not on the road 10 seconds and Ron's like this, waving, waving. I'm like... And they were waving back. And they were waving. Oh, no, they were waving back. Like, it might as well have been... I'm going to... 
Fake this here, like, like hand on on the wheel, you know, like you know the the Sask, the wave. Sask wave, right? Yeah, like the one two finger, fingers, two, two fingers. fingers. Depends where you're from, right? Yeah. Milestone might have been two fingers. I think it was one in Winyard. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm like, you know, all these people. He's like, no, Jeep drivers. And I never thought it was a real thing, but you said all Jeep drivers acknowledge other Jeep drivers. And then we were at a red light. Cool Jeep, man. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, but they're was, all talking. It's cool. Uh, my dad had the two-finger windshield wiper wave. <laughs> yeah. That was my dad, the, mile, the milestone wave. you wave. do it on the, on the gravel roads or small town. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know these people necessarily, all of them, but you might. So you wave to them all. Right. And here, the Jeep owners, we all wave at each other. It's yeah. pretty cool. So we got a lot to get to, but it is a sports talk show, but also the Rod Peterson show. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> We'll get down to business. Uh, we're going to start with hockey. We have a lot of things to get to. I know people are writing in about Aaron Judge, considering the fact they've been asked about it three times. Uh, we'll get to it. But Rupe Hintz and Wyatt Johnston scored, and Jake Ottinger stopped 22 at 23 shots as the Dallas Stars defeated the visiting Seattle Kraken 2-1 Monday night to win their second-round Stanley Cup playoff series in seven. Oliver Bjorkstrand scored for Seattle with 18 seconds left in the game, but the series is over, as is the Cinderella story of the Kraken. Great season for them. The Stars now advance to the Western Conference Final and will play the Vegas Golden Knights starting on Friday. Moose and I went to the movie Blackberry last night. It was fantastic. Came back and saw, I would say, Moose, all we needed to see of the Stars-Kraken game last night, and it was wild. Yeah, we did. And, I mean, we're watching that third period. I'm, like, looking at the, the shots. You can see Dallas is out playing them. We had later, you know, extensively watched the highlights and the long form of the game and things like that and saw the way it unfolded. But we saw the game winner. We saw all that mattered. And really, in that third period, I mean, until, what, the final minute, the Kraken only had two or three shots in the whole third yeah. period. And when you're trying to get a pushback in game seven, they just didn't have it, and Dallas was too strong defensively. They played a really tight game, and they earned uh, a trip to the conference final. And we'll get to the poll question in a moment as to who's the favorite now. But uh, the, uh, the Raw squad's awake. They're alive. Uh, Ryan O'Radio from WQEE. Time for the RP show. And in, indeed, we are Atlanta's NHL show. I'm very proud of that. Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg says, Darren is meeting all of Rod's entourage. He's meeting many, and you're going to meet more this afternoon. We're going to the Golden Corral tonight. We're going to FLA Live Arena. You met my hairstylist. Yeah. What's left? I don't know. I don't know. Not that many, man. Are you ready to go home? I don't feel like you're ready to go home. Uh, no, I'm kind of, uh, I'm a creative guy. Yeah. And I, I'm a guy who likes to look for solutions all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of trying to see, can I extend this? Uh, <laughs> so try losing your passport. That works real well. Good idea. Uh, John Schmeiser says, good morning from Kansas City. Good morning. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Rod's living the life of Riley. LOL. It's paradise for Rod. It is, and I'm very happy about that. And thank you, Wayne, for pointing that out. Now, moving on to point two, the Carolina Hurricanes may be getting a boost for their NHL Eastern Conference final series against the Florida Panthers. Forward Tuevo Taravainen has resumed full practice and says he's ready to play. Taravainen has been out since suffering a hand injury in game two of the first round against the Islanders. The Canes-Panthers series starts Thursday in Carolina. Later on today... We're going to do deal or no deal for our exclusive betting partner, the Canadian-owned Bet Regal. We'll give our round two picks. I woke up this morning with a text message from my guy, Thad, whom you met. Biggest Panthers fan I know, season ticket holder. He's like, can we please drag you 
to a watch party on Thursday night for game one. The game doesn't start till eight. I'm like, yes, you can drag me to the watch party. I'll be there. You'll be gone by then, uh, Moose. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the uh, picks later on. I'm putting a little bit of thought into mine. But of course, you can always go sign up and start betting for free and for fun at betregal.ca. Uh, but the poll question today, what's today? Tuesday is for Key Auto Group. The all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion and urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage movement that inspires. The question today is who now is the Stanley Cup favorite? Dallas or Vegas? Florida or Carolina. First time ever, four Sunbelt teams running away with it right now from what I've seen from our respondents on Twitter is the Vegas Golden Knights. I can only assume, Clark, that they're saying the same thing on YouTube. Are they? Because I would say Vegas. No? What are they saying? Uh, Florida leading, but we've only had about it up for 10 minutes, okay. <laughs> eight minutes. Um, but I, I'll be sprinkling in comments and commentary as we go, because that's what we do. It is the Rod Peterson Show. Moose uh, at the movies last night. Everywhere you go, actually, people are down with the Panthers thing. Talk about the kid. Do you remember his name behind the concession that served me my licorice and popcorn? Brady or Brady? Yeah, Brady! Yeah. Moose got a name right. How about that? Write it down. <laughs> he was all yes. up in my face about the Panthers. He was. He was that he's like how about that upset in round one he knew what was going on and uh so that was pretty good i think the carolina panthers are the favorite and the betting uh, odds would reflect that as well that or sorry that, yeah that the carolina hurricanes i say carolina panthers carolina okay. hurricanes are uh, the betting favorites i think they're the favorites and not just because i picked them to win the cup way back at the beginning of the year but yeah i still think they're the best team left they've been resting too florida's been through a lot um so it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the Final Four. Regarding Jeep drivers waving at each other, which we do all the time, and interestingly enough, there's like Jeep people and people who drive a Jeep. The people that drive a Jeep, they don't wave. Yeah. Their head is up their ass as they're driving down the A1A. But for Jeep people, of which I'm one, we're in tune with each other. And Carlos in Indianapolis writes it, and he says, it's like that with bicyclists too. Oh, yeah. And truckers and bus drivers and anybody else that yeah. I... No, I think you got That's it. That's it? Yeah. We used to have a driver with the Pats named Sherwin Burl. And I would take a, the old milk crate. I think they still have milk crates. Yeah. And I would flip that thing over and sit at the front of the bus with Sherwin on a long, long, long road trip. And this will not surprise you at all, Darren. I would sit with him and he would always wave at the buses on the way by. And I would always say, you know that guy, Sherwin? <laughs> you know that guy? After about the sixth time, he didn't think it was funny anymore. That's funny. <laughs> you know that guy, Sherwood? <laughs> no. Uh, 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 they're getting into this Canadian curse thing. If there is such a thing. Well, there, there is. Uh, John in Edmonton says, I don't care who wins the Stanley Cup. I just wish the Gary Bettman curse never happens again to a Canadian NHL team. Rod, don't come at me. Get out of here with that. Um, I have taken 24 to 48 hours to say that I'm, in fact, in favor of the four Sunbelt teams being in the Final Four, which this is the first time it's ever happened, by the way. The last time they even came close, 2020, Edmonton bubble. Vegas and Dallas met in the West. 
Islanders in Tampa in the East and Bob's your uncle. But uh, Serena was saying this morning, I was reading her these game notes and she was like, they're trumpeting the fact that it's an all-American Sunbelt Final Four, which tells me they, she, th- she thinks the fix is in. Do you, Moose? I don't. I think they like it because they really want to grow these fan bases. And the only way to grow the fan bases is to have winning teams and have success. And then you sell more merchandise and maybe more season tickets and you grow it. You really want yeah. to give them that extra shot. But I don't think the fix is in. I mean, is it a coincidence that, you know, we haven't seen Canadian teams win the Stanley Cup since the 90s? That, you know, the number of teams, I saw it by decade, you know, from going all the way back, seven in, in, in 10 years to eight to nine, nine, seven, seven. And now it's zero, 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 you know, and one or two, like, it's very rare that Canadian teams are winning. It, it, it's a bit of a problem, but I don't think the NHL hates it. I, I don't think they hate it at all. As she said, they wouldn't be blaring the headlines out that it's at all Sunbelt four, Final Four if they weren't trying to promote it. But I don't know. There's a difference between Bettman wanting this to happen and Bettman making this happen. And I've been around both sides of the Mulberry Bush here. Um, with the Rough Riders, we thought at times they were against us with calls, but then every other team in the CFL would say, you're getting all the calls. Yeah. It kind of did just depend on who the commissioner was. Mark Cohan, the commissioner at the time, made no bones of the fact he loved us. And during his time, we were in four great cups. Yeah. How about that? And How then about he leaves that? and uh, riders can't get back. That's it. It's the commissioner's fault, not ours. Yeah. Right? Nobody ever wants to look in the mirror. Um, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, well, I can't cheer for Vegas, can't cheer for Carolina, and I can't cheer for Chucky, so I guess I'll be cheering for Dallas. Well, at least you got somebody to cheer for, right? Um, Landry and Billings says, I want Florida to win it all, but I think Vegas has to be the favorite. I think they are too. And uh, from John Ohm, Ohm says, uh, what brand of car would the Roadrunner be? Jeep, Jeep. That's bad. How about that? That's bad, John. Hell yes. But John Ohm says he's cheering for the Winnipeg Jets because of uh, Pomo. Hey, we promised in the thumbnail that we put out that we would talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're your team, Darren. Yes. And producer Clark. Sheldon Keefe and Kyle Dubas met with the media yesterday. Uh, I didn't read any of the coverage, but you did. Yeah. Um, what came out of that year end with the Leafs? We're not sure where Kyle Dubas stands and, and what's next for him. I think, you know, and Brennan Shanahan's going to chat and talk later this week. He has to decide, too, if he wants uh, Kyle Dubas back. That's where it starts. And Kyle Dubas talked about, he was really open and honest, and I really liked seeing this side of him. Um, he talked about needing to have a long conversation with his family, that it was a tough year um, on them and a tough year on him. And I've seen media talk about that and, you know, what he means. I mean, he was yelling at opposition fans and fighting with them and slamming press box doors. And they said that was very uncharacteristic of Kyle Dubas, the stress starting to get to him. He did say, you know, when asked um, that he's not looking elsewhere, um, at least not now. Um, he said, don't expect me to pop up somewhere else in a week, Pittsburgh, Calgary, wherever. In a week, that's not going to happen. So it's going to be a long process. He has to figure it out. And then when it comes to Sheldon Keefe, you know, he needs to figure out if he's the right guy or not. And he also talked about, well, we'd have to really look at what other options. It's not just about keeping him or leaving, or losing him. It's about what options. What's the replacement look like? Is it better or worse? 
And then the core. I mean, Matthew says he wants to get an extension done before the season and stay in Toronto. That's positive for Leaf fans. Ryan O'Reilly's not sure. So we'll see where it goes, but it's going to be an offseason, I think, with change in Toronto. You said if you were Brendan Shanahan or, let's say, Larry Tannenbaum, the big cheese of them all, you'd keep Dubas. I would bring Dubas back. And I think if I'm du- then if I'm Dubas, I'm probably looking long and hard about making a change behind the bench. Ooh. I know. Football fans, Woody's RV World presents the Summer Football Road Trip hosted by the RP Show and Engelheim. You can get your tickets right now at rodpeterson.com. Click the banner. It includes charter transportation from Canada's Queen City to Calgary and back, courtesy Engelheim, June 23rd to the 25th. Two nights accommodations at our Calgary host hotel, Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, with complimentary breakfasts. Exclusive pre- and post-game parties hosted by yours truly. And, of course, a ticket to the CFL game, Saskatchewan Rough Riders at Calgary Stampeders on June 24th. Don't wait. Book today. Join us in Calgary for some tremendous CFL football. We're going to talk about some CFL stuff. Blue Jays, Aaron Judge, all kinds of uh, topics when we come back. It's the RP Show, and this is the warm-up live on the Game Plus Television Network. Your favorite podcast platform, WQEE Radio and Streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. What do you say? We're back live. The RP Show episode number 1001. I really want to get to this movie review, but not right here because it is sports time here in the warm-up. Coming up, Richard Petko, the president of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. And then the Kissing Bandit in hour two, Adriano Valley. But we, they've been talking about this since last night. Point three, the quick six. The Blue Jays' four-game homestand with the Yankees got off to a rocky start Monday night. Toronto had its three-game win streak snapped, courtesy a 7-4 setback. Control issues plagued Toronto starter Alec Manoa, 
who served up a career-high seven walks, but that's not what anybody's talking about. They're talking about Aaron Judge saying he was trying to identify which of his Yankees teammates was yelling at plate umpire Clint Vondrack when he peeked into his own dugout before hitting a 462-foot home run. His longest of the year last night, the Yankee slugger looked sideways for a moment before driving a 114-mile-an-hour scorcher off righty K, uh, sorry, Jay Jackson. Judge said to the media after the game, there was kind of a lot of chirping from our dugout, which I really didn't like in this situation. They were up 6 nothing at the time. Three pitches later, Von Drack ejected New York manager Aaron Boone for arguing a low strike call to Judge. Boone came out of the dugout to vent at the umpire and crew chief James Hoy. Toronto broadcasters noticed Judge peeking into his own dugout before his homer and speculated he was looking for some kind of signal. Jay's skipper John Schneider said after the game, it's kind of odd that a hitter would be looking in that direction. Aaron Judge said some of his teammates were still voicing their displeasure as his at-bat continued. So let's bring the moose in. And for that matter, all of our uh, audience participation here as we talk Major League Baseball a bit. I don't really understand. I've never really understood stealing signs or getting signals. <gasps> Has this not been going on for literally over 100 years? I don't understand. This is a baseball thing, and I don't understand baseball culture. I know. I know. I don't get it. It goes back to the Houston Astros and the, the banging on the tin cans or whatever it was and the garbage cans. Lids, yes. It didn't look good. I mean my eyes like he's looking like this over there and then takes a pitch outside ball and then later they catch him again looking boom home run like it'd be pretty easy to draw the lines from okay he knows some something off speed and with movements coming and then oh this looks like it's going to be in your in your wheelhouse right the call you're looking for and he leans into it like not looking at the pitcher you know usually you're studying the pitcher waiting to see the seams of the ball as it comes out of the hands i mean we know how extremely fast and bang bang this happens, mm-hmm. um, but Judge is also one of the best hitters in baseball. So, yeah. you know, you could be distracted by that for sure. It's just, it's just funny because is it a coincidence or not? And if there if there any sort of signaling happening happening, it's such an egregious thing now in baseball to be stealing signs and unsportsmanlike and all of that. That I don't know if this is going to go any further or get any legs or not. I just don't understand. He was getting signals of what the pitches were. They, that's part of the game, right? I think people are just upset that it was happening against their team, right? Well, I, yeah, no. Like, I mean, when we found out it was happening against Houston, I mean, there were sanctions. And there's, and what happened? They still was, kept their World Series trophy. I know. Um, people lost their jobs, I understand. But, but if I, this is something that happens with the Yankees, if, it, if they find out and look and there was actually signals happening, then there will be punishment. But um, we're going to be watching the Yankees really closely now, and the league's going to be watching them just because of any allegation. I don't know that this is really going to turn into anything, but it's just, it's just maybe it's coincidence, too, that he's looking and then smacks a home run at the same time. And, well, and Buck Martinez and Dan Schulman were very much like, yep. And he hit it a mile, too. Like, they were almost, like, not surprised that he knocked it out of the park in the call. Okay, trust me again. What do they say? If you're not he, uh, not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. I could sit here and, to be honest, go about on about this for hours. I could. And that's what we do here on Daytime Talk. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg, who has been writing about this since we went to air, 
25 minutes ago, says, no hockey till Thursday? Ugh. I guess I'll watch the Yankees cheat against the Blue Jays tonight. How about that? Well, I'm going to take a different road than you might expect on that. If the teams and leagues, or specifically the leagues, are going to come out and rail on the integrity of the game, the integrity of the game, then when something like last night happens, you can see why fans would be upset. Yeah. I don't want to get into it because I want to believe there's integrity, but deep down I know there isn't. (laughs) Okay, is that fair? Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. I get it. Like, I really get it. And, I mean, but it's a little bit like, you know, your uncle when you're playing cards with grandma and and all the family around the Thanksgiving table and and he's, he's dealing the cards and just gives you one of these, right? Just a little look under the thing and knows what card's coming. Couldn't help himself if, if, he, if he can see the card. You know, he can see your hand. He's going to look at your hand. I agree, man. You know, and, and I mean, if someone's, if somebody on the, on the dugout can see something, why wouldn't they signal to their guy, right? Hey, I see what's happening here. There's a shift in the outfield. The guy's tipping his pitch, whatever, right? And why wouldn't you look? I mean, if you, sometimes you can't help it. Um, but I don't know. It's not a good look, but at the end of the day, you still got to win the game. You still got to throw the pitch. Well, can you uh, – now you see maybe why fans thought that the NHL draft lottery might be rigged or that Gary Bettman once said all Final Four Sunbelt teams. Yeah. Well, they're cheating here. The Yankees are stealing signs, so clearly they rigged the draft lottery. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Some people – We've already read their comments today, can so stop writing in. That's not you, John, in Winnipeg. Uh, it's another John. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm stepping out of the cesspool that's the comment section and back on track. Good idea. I and I can't see the comments. No, he can't. Uh, we're going to talk about the Centennial Cup. For those that care, of which I really care, I was on a podcast this morning out of Lloyd Minster and said hockey, junior hockey, is still my number one favorite. It's my favorite thing. So could, I'll just say this as a public service announcement for the junior hockey fans from all across Canada. On Monday at the Centennial Cup, the National Junior A Championship in Portage, Manitoba, here's what went down. The Ottawa Junior Senators beat Yarmouth 4-3. Yarmouth winless at 0-3. The Brooks bandits do they cheat they win all the time they must cheat some the brooks bandits the defending champions of the country are three and oh they slapped around timmins nine nothing of timmins ontario and my battleford's north stars were uh huge winners over the host terriers three two so the stars went to two and one today's slate the cam river fighting walleye which I couldn't find with a GPS, Cam River. I couldn't. But I want to. They come from that Northwestern Ontario Junior A League that right. we've never heard of any of the towns. But they play Collingwood, Ontario today. The Collingwood Blues, that could, that, that could get ugly. We may need to call in the National Guard. <laughs> Brooks playing again. They play the Cobra de Terrebonne. Guess where they're from? <laughs> Quebec. Yeah. And it's Battleford's on the ice again against Steinbeck. So you can watch it all at HockeyCanada.ca. Good? Good. Good. Point five as we move on. 
to the Canadian Football League. Sorry, Thad. We get complaints about this from our U.S. viewers, uh, the hockey fans, but that's okay. We, we're the Golden Corral where we have a little bit of everything for everybody, and that's where we're going for supper tonight. <sighs> Stick with me, everybody. 3downnation.com's power rankings are these. Number one, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Number two, the Toronto Argonauts. Number three, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Number four, the Calgary Stampeders. Number five, the BC Lions. Six, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Seventh, Ottawa Red Blacks. Eighth, Edmonton Elks. Ninth, the Montreal Alouettes. And they say the Alouettes, the worst team in the league. They've lost too much. My guy, Cody Fajardo, is there as the quarterback. And he's got God on his side. That should count for something. And me. Do you agree with those power rankings or not? I don't agree. I'm not putting, I'm putting Ottawa last. I'll put Montreal up as far as seven. I think you take six, seven, eight. Throw them in a blender or the, the, the bottom three. You put them in a blender and let them, um, doesn't matter what order they come out. I yeah. think uh, they're all trying to prove themselves as they should. I actually like them. I actually don't have an argument with the, with the power rankings right now. I really don't. You know, BC has lost really the MVP of the league in Nathan Rourke. And, and you come back with Vernon Adams Jr., who's very capable. He's proven that he can play in this league and be a starting quarterback. Um, I think they're good. There's been a lot of changes in Saskatchewan. That's another one that's really tight, whether you'd maybe flip those two teams or not. But, no, I like, I like the power rankings from three down. So, uh, bravo, guys. I think they got it pretty close. Troy in Toronto watching says, all pro sports teams cheat to an extent. Pushing the envelope is a strategy to win. Arlen Bruce the third writes, and he says, it's like me when I play poker, and the 65-year-old guy next to me lifts his cards up so we can both see. You have to be very disciplined to look the other way. I'm a victim. Waved him right in front of my face. Yeah, what am I supposed to do? That's what I said. John Ohm. There's the word of the day. Cheat. C-H-E-A-T. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, as Rod likes to say, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I don't like to say that. That's just the way that it is. I go further into this Florida Panthers covering this team here that have been so great to me. And they're like, Rod, would you like to come to our morning skates? Would you like to come to our news conference? Would you like to come to our media? I'm like, no, I don't want to be around the team really at all. I want to do this here right now, do this show, and then go to the games. Then I don't want to be around. I want to know, what's, I don't want to know what anybody's doing. <laughs> Is that fair? Just like this Aaron Judge thing. I want to know what goes on between the baselines, on the hardwood, on the ice, between the sidelines. I don't want to know anything else. And it, it, it makes the experience so much better. Well, as a, as a fan, it, it absolutely does. Um, they say once you start covering your favorite team, you stop liking your favorite team. You know, because there's always going to be stuff behind the scenes that make you, you know, when, when you unveil the curtain and you, and you find out how the hot dog is made. Um, yeah, you don't want to know. You're not as excited about it. the hot dog. You wouldn't need it. No, you wouldn't. And unfortunately, the teams are the same way. And it's not that they're, the teams are all bad news, bad people, bad whatever. But you, you learn that it's a business. When you're a fan, it's just fun and games. But when you see what's going on, you realize it's a business. Aaron Judge might have been stealing signs last night. <gasps> and you're all surprised. Like, come off it. Moose, we'll give our movie review a little later on, okay? okay? Um, a sports update before we break. The Arizona Coyotes are about to learn the fate of a proposed entertainment district that would include a new arena for the team. 
Tempe, Arizona residents are voting on a referendum today that will determine whether plans for the $2.3 billion Tempe Entertainment District, Tempe Entertainment District, TED, will move forward. The team is currently playing in the Mullet Arena at ASU campus. TSN, Canada's sports leader in the Canadian Elite Basketball League, announced today that TSN's all-new direct-to-consumer streaming platform, TSN Plus, will showcase all 107 CEBL games this season, including the postseason and championship weekend. The CEBL regular season schedule includes 10 triple headers and 24 double headers, with 38 games falling on weekends. The 10 teams are these. From the Western Conference, the Calgary Surge, Edmonton Stingers, Saskatchewan Rattlers, Vancouver Bandits, and the Winnipeg Seabears. The Eastern Conference includes the Brampton Honey Badgers, Montreal Alliance, Niagara River Lions, Ottawa Blackjacks, and Scarborough Shooting Stars. Sports updates for Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy. In theaters June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We'll be right back. It is your favorite daytime sports talk show live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, your favorite podcast platform and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Canadian Centre for Men and Families Alberta supports men through relationship turmoil and breakdown. Our programs provide tools that help men to manage stressful situations, rebuild themselves, and minimize the chances of escalation to acute mental health crises. Men face the realities of relationship breakdown in a way that is unique, and a blanket approach to offering mental health support fails to appreciate the emotional realities men face. They are often less willing to be vulnerable. Stigma is attached with men's emotional expression, and so they are less likely to seek help. When they do, they are often met with ridicule and skepticism. With very few resources available that are truly customized for men, they can be left feeling stressed, depressed, and hopeless. CCMF Alberta programs responsibly address the results of trauma on men's mental health. We support all men. CCMF Alberta. Because children need their fathers, too. Just another beautiful day in South Florida as the RP Show continues on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. By the way, folks, Bet Regal is our exclusive betting partner coming up in hour two, our deal or no deal round two, sorry, round three Stanley Cup playoff picks. And Bet Regal invites you to play our free PGA Championship contest to win a foursome at a golf course near you. Visit betregal.net slash PGA to play now. 
But we're talking hoops, and i got to be honest, if we can bring in Richard Petko, the owner of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. He's a guy that I've been wanting to chat with for a long time, Richard. You may or may not know this. Been a big fan since year one for you guys. I know you're now going into year five. Uh, and a huge announcement today. Congratulations on TSN Plus carrying all your games, game of the week. Can we start there, Richard, on uh, this wonderful relationship with TSN and the uh, Canada's biggest pro league? Well, Rod, thanks a lot. I saw you actually named off all 10 of our teams. That was great to hear. There was no stammer in there, so we know we exist. And this is a game changer <laughs> for us. Um, we're going to be on the main network as well. Uh, 13 games, all playoff games and championship finals will be on TSN main network. However, as you said, every single one of our games will also be on the TSN Plus distribution platform. So this is going to, I think, elevate our league in the you know, the eyes and minds of all Canadians, not just basketball fans or sports fans, because TSN is ubiquitous to this country. Canada's sports leader, there's no two ways about it. And by the way, I'm not yeah. joking when I say I, I've got a lot of questions for you. I've wanted to chat with you for a long time. Any friend of Mike Morielli is a friend of mine. And it's hard to believe. I call ourselves startup cousins because we started around the same time. We're in year five, you're in year five. And it's kind of hard to believe, isn't it, Richard, that people are just finding you now or are just finding us now because it feels it's been a long grind to get here, right? You know what, Ron? It's a business. Every business is hard. And uh, I have friends, like, I mean, family friends, close friends who still don't know what the CBL is. I got to explain it to them. I'm talking <laughs> two weekends ago at a barbecue. So how's that basketball thing you've been involved in? You know, so... It's a grind. It's five years, as you said. Um, and, you know, it's great to hear Mike's a friend. Obviously, we have another uh, Lee Genier uh, we both know as well. And from day one to whatever day it would be now, 1,400 and something else, it's been a grind. It's a business. It's sports. It's fun, but it's hard work. And honestly, it's a t the fact that we're in year five through all the stuff that's happened these last few years and getting on TSN – it's a testament to everybody involved in the league and with all the teams. Uh, I tip my hat to them every single day that we've got this far. You know what? So do I. And uh, I've been going to the games for four years. This will make five. And I want to ask you, what, what was the, you've never had that we've made it moment because the second you think that you haven't. But was it when your players started to go to the NBA or was it this deal with TSN or what was it, Richard, for you? On a basketball level? Getting those guys in the NBA, having six or seven or eight CBL players play on NBA, not just signings, but get court time, I think that's a real testament to the mm -hmm. quality of basketball we have. And now the TSN deal, obviously we knew about it a month or a month and a half ago in Sidewise. That was the one we've all been rubbing our hands together, wait, waiting to announce. And knowing that's truly the next step of becoming – you know, Canada's next great sports league. I was listening, you know, you cover the CFL, you talk a lot about it. And I'm one of the few people in, I think, east of Winnipeg who loves the CFL and follows it more than the NHL or baseball. And my goal always with the CBL has been to make a Canadian league, one that's going to be around for 100 years. And uh, I think we're very, very well on our way to doing that. What I'm interested, because it is a story of survival. Because I, I watched the games in the bubble in St. Catharines on CBC, and I was like, how are they doing this? And it's literally like if COVID didn't finish this league, nothing will. But that had to be the most trying experience, not only of this league's existence, but maybe, Richard, of your life. That didn't look easy. 
<laughs> it wasn't easy. Honestly, I had nothing to do with it. I just told Mike, you guys can do this. I know you can pull it off. Figure out something to do. And uh, they did it. They pulled it off. And, you know, from all that crap or whatever, something good came out of it. Our games, at that point, we got on CBC. We had national coverage on Saturdays. So, you know, at the end of the day, the bubble helped because before the bubble, we weren't even going to be, I think, on national television in any way. And uh, so from, you know, there's all those things, you know, from all bad things come good things, from all negatives come growth. And that's how everyone in the office um, and every organization has looked at it, that, you know, let's keep moving forward. And that's what's happened. And you look today, you know, like, we, you know, you mentioned the 10 teams. We have Winnipeg as a new team with a great owner in David Asper, a huge family in Winnipeg has bought into the league, bought into our passion. In Calgary, that's a new team with two solid owners in there, uh, members of the Calgary community. Edmonton, we sold this past offseason, again, to two local entrepreneurs and businessmen. And the Vancouver Bandits were sold in the offseason as well. So we now have local owners in five or six of our markets who believe in the league, believe in their teams, and frankly are super, super connected to their communities. And I almost forgot about the Scarborough Shooting Stars who entered the league last year. And now this is their second year, again, with an amazing ownership group and uh, an owner who just recently now, Sam Ibrahim, just donated $25 million to the University of Toronto to build a new building at Scarborough campus. So, you know, the, the man is invested in the city and the team in education. And this is what the CBL is about, to be part of communities, to be part of sports communities, and to also be part of the fabric of Canada. Well, uh, I just want to roll it back a little bit and say, people, are you listening? Listen to what Richard said. Are you going to let challenges finish you? Or are you going to let overcoming those challenges define you? That's what this man's all about. This is why I wanted to get with you, Richard. I can't wait until we can meet face to face because I love the story. This, this is selling it to our viewers and Canadians and even uh, our viewers in the United States. But I want to say this, a couple things. We could go on for ages. We only have a couple minutes left here. But number one, Jason Roburo in Calgary, the owner or president of the Surge, that dude got fire in his eyes. We had him on our show a couple <laughs> weeks ago. He wants to win this whole thing in his first year. I'm like, Jason, calm down. But I can't wait to go to the games because the venue, the event, it's so I'm like, this is NBA. This is, I guess, if you said mini NBA, I hope you wouldn't feel that as, a, as an insult. Like it's professional, the smaller venues in most cases. Yeah, it's all about the show as well, right? And oh, Jason, that guy's got a silver tongue. I wish I could talk like him as well. And uh, they are out to win. They're out to do things the right way. I'll be out there uh, for the Niagara River Lions game on Tuesday, May 30th, I believe, if I got the date right. So maybe I'll see you there on that day. And uh, mm. that's exactly what we need. We need to be in probably, I was, you know, Can Calgary's one of Canada's you know, most vibrant up and coming cities, if not the most, you know, everyone there is young, everything's new. This thing's going to go there. I have no doubt Calgary's going to embrace this. And once they show up there at the Windsport Arena, people are going to want more. And they, once they come and they see the quality of play, the show that goes on there, as you said, it's an NBA experience. It's, uh, it's not your old, you know, 20 years ago, startup basketball league that people were playing out of high school gyms. We're taking it to another level, and you're going to get what you pay for. 
Uh, I can't wait. Yes, I will be there. So hopefully we can get some time together, maybe even sit side by side. The last time I was there, BCLA. We'll have a beer at least. Uh, at least a beer together. Yeah, I s- <laughs> sat, with, uh, sat with Mike Morielli. It was great. Well, Richard, now I see why everybody that knows you loves you. I appreciate what you're doing. Keep rolling, and uh, let's do this again. Good luck with the season this year. Thank you very much. Anytime you want me on, Rod, no problem. Thank you very much. Thank you. The owner of the Canadian Elite Basketball League and an all-around great guy. Richard Petco. Speaking of great guys, the Moose will rejoin us next. We've got Adriano Belli, the Kissing Bandit, coming up in hour two with a story you're not going to want to miss. We're live on the Game Plus television network across all 10 Canadian provinces and 31 U.S. states. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, also on podcast form and live streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc look at that look at that doesn't that just scream hockey town of course it does beautiful south florida Getting ready for the uh, Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Final. The uh, poll question, by the way, for Key Auto Group is, who is the Stanley Cup favorite now? Dallas, Vegas, Florida, or Carolina? And by the way, Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area. Cars, trucks, SUVs, your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. And uh, Vegas leading, I saw on Twitter. Any update, Clark, on YouTube, what they're saying there, if you don't mind me asking? It's between Florida and whom? And Vegas. Oh, wow. Okay. And Ward in Winnipeg watching on Game Plus Television says, this is just hilarious. Cheating in baseball? You made my morning in Winnipeg. LOL. Why the big, whether Aaron Judge stole signs last night of the Yankees in Toronto, who cares? Why are you acting surprised? 
Darren Moose DuPont joins us here. As you know, our sports updates are a presentation of our good friends at Landmark Cinemas. We went to a U.S. theater last night, and it's always fun to do movie reviews, especially yes. when you and I go together. It's the show Blackberry, and you kind of forget. 15 years ago, I guess was a long time. Like, the older you get, you realize time flies. Yeah. But when you looked, so it's the story of Blackberry. Research in Motion, Jim Balsilli, and a bunch of guys I'd never heard of. Darren, why don't you take over? I've been talking for it's 40 Balsley, minutes. It's Balsley, by the way. It's Balsley. Whatever. He made a point in the movie. To, to Balsley. Everybody. Uh, Balsley. But I don't Balsilli, like, I thought that's not what it was. That's what TSN called him. That's what all the networks called him when he was trying to buy the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, hey, he, he came in there and uh, just took over Research in Motion, a bunch of computer geeks that were trying to build the smartphone on the network. And, you know, it is a cool story because um, it's such an iconic brand um, in our history, North American history, not just Canadian history. And, you know, it's funny when, when the movie comes on, I'm like, this is a movie playing in the U.S. and all these major theaters. It's across Canada. And it, and it shows up uh, on the thing and it's just like Ontario Creative <clears throat> Fund. CBC Films. It's like this uber Canadian, Canadiana movie. Waterloo Kitchener on the on the water tower and the whole deal. But it's a great movie. Uh, um, pretty Barish pretty Nelson good movie. Yeah, pretty it was, good. It was movie. pretty good if yeah. you're into that. Um, and I thought it was neat. It was it was really funny watching Jim Balsilli build that company and then totally be kind of finished with the company because his new fix fixation was the National Hockey League, which we know how that turned out. Well, do we? I mean, again, it was 15 years ago. I think a lot of people are going to want to go and watch the movie. And uh, for instance, there's a lot of great comments in here. I'm going to push them into hour two, including yours, Ted and Red Deer regarding developmental leagues. I love it. From Craig Smith, our director of scouting, Smitty says, so many people had a BlackBerry. Listen, I was the what would you call the victim of the crackberry oh yeah and i didn't want to give it up and one of our sponsors at the time he's not a sponsor anymore but from a cell phone dealer a dealer he's like rod you're gonna have to give up your blackberry i said no and he's like no no they're gonna be obsolete iphones taking them over i'm like okay pried my fingers off i didn't want to give it up john in edmonton says i watched the movie what did you think about the gary bettman slash nhl stuff in the movie we walked out of the theater, Moose and I, he goes, do you really think that happened? That he lost his mind in the NHL Board of Governors boardroom? And I'm like, well, how do we know, right? You dress it up for Hollywood. You do. And I saw the interview with Ball Silly that I was telling you about after. I went and listened to it last night. And it said about 5% of the movie's factually accurate. And the rest is dressed up for Hollywood. We have a surprise viewer, Gino DePauli, writing in the voice of the Tigers. He says, remember the Blackberry storm was so good, but so bad. Gino DiPaoli's engaged. I meant to say this. I'll say it now. Tired of being happy, Gino? How about that? <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations, buddy. Gino. Tying the knot. Hour two coming up after this brief pause. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.